if you hire a doctor, if you hire a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a therapist, you don't need to stick with that person just because you've hired them. I can tell you that I have personally had bad therapists, like bad therapists. I've had a bad psychiatrist. We have to know when is the time to let go and keep moving forward with our search for a better doctor, better therapist. And I hate to say it, even sometimes a better significant other or no significant other at all. No, I am not looking to leave my husband. I just want to put it out there. But there are times when we have to be willing, ready, willing and able to cut the cord with people who are not the best for our emotional state. The Positive Productivity Podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Hey there. This month on the Positive Productivity Podcast, we've been talking about emotional and spiritual wellness. On last week's episode, we talked to Christy Whitman about how to get what you want in life and business. And the week before, in episode 701, we talked with my friend, Mark Stern, about the difference between listening and hearing. This week, I'm going to go really deep and get really vulnerable with you and talk to you about how we need to take responsibility for our own mental health. In the very early days of the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode number seven, as a matter of fact, I shared my story of sleep deprivation and what it's done to me over the years. If you haven't listened to that episode or if you haven't heard the story since, in 2008, I experienced my first bout of sleep deprivation and wound up in the mental hospital for six days. Let me tell you, I hid this experience for years. I was so embarrassed about the possible stigma attached to being in the mental hospital. And I didn't want to share the story with anybody for fear that I would be judged. People would think I was crazy. Maybe a client wouldn't want to hire me because, you know, I might be insane. But as I've talked to more people about mental health, I've realized that stays in the mental hospital are more common than you might imagine. And it's not something that I should be embarrassed of. It's an experience that I should be sharing so that you, my community, and my friends, family, and loved ones can possibly avoid the circumstances themselves by taking proper care of themselves. So yeah, that was my first experience back in 2008. In 2016, I had my first and most serious bout of anxiety and depression following a 16 to 18 month period where I was only sleeping two to three hours a night. My twins were born in January 2015. And while a lot of people who know this may assume that it's because I was a sleep deprived mama, I can tell you that this is not the case. My husband is an amazing dad and he's an amazing husband. He would get up four to five times, I would have to say more times during the night than I would. So using him as an excuse for my sleep deprivation then is not at all accurate. What is more accurate 
is that I was looking at what so many other people were doing on social or what they were declaring, pretending, wanting the world to think that they were doing and measuring my success against theirs. This was entirely unfair to me. I'm not saying that it's unfair because they did anything. I'm saying it's unfair because I shouldn't have put expectations on myself based upon what I saw people doing on social media. Social media only shows us what the people who post want us to see. And if we judge ourselves based upon what we see there, we're setting unreasonably high expectations for ourselves, which in my case, led to me pushing myself to work around the clock seven days a week. By June or July 2016, I was so sleep deprived that I was facing major anxiety, major depression, and here's a trigger warning for you, suicidal thoughts. I did not act on those thoughts. And I want to encourage you, if you are having any such thoughts today, to please reach out to someone who cares or somebody you know will listen. I'm going to be so bold here as to provide my email address as well so that if you need somebody that you can shoot a message to and you and you don't feel safe sharing it with anybody else, that you can message me. My email is kim at thekimsutton.com. Please send me an email and let's talk through whatever struggles you are experiencing right now. I am not a therapist. I am not a doctor. I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I am just somebody who cares and knows that taking action on our lives is not the option. What we need to do, though, is take responsibility for our mental health. My friend, this is where it gets really vulnerable. My husband, who you know I love dearly, struggles from PTSD and he is a disabled veteran. And sometimes he can be really rough on himself, verbally, mentally, and that sometimes spills out to the people around him. Now, I want you to know that I am safe. I am physically safe. My children are safe and my husband is safe. However, when my husband is having one of his dark days, I found that those days could deeply impact me as well. And finally, just in the last month, I realized I needed to find a therapist While I have frustrations with my husband and he wants me to talk to him about those frustrations, there are times that it would only cause major arguments and I don't want that to happen. I wanted to come up with coping mechanisms so that I'm not living in a constant state of worry inside my house for expressing how I feel. So I hired a therapist. That therapist has helped me start to see things with more perspective and perhaps approach my husband, I don't want to say perhaps, and approach my husband in ways that may be less confrontational and maybe less accusatory and may seem less hostile to him. Along with hiring a therapist, I've also been more diligent about my journaling. If you are not quite comfortable journaling, either because you're afraid of putting your thoughts down on paper or you don't trust the people around you to not read your journal, I totally get it. My first husband went through my journal behind my back all the time. And that is something that you should not allow to happen. 
So if you don't feel like you can have a paper journal where you write with pen and paper, I want to encourage you to perhaps try a locked online document. I know this might seem scary as well. My husband refuses to because he's convinced that the thoughts he puts down, his deepest thoughts that he puts down in an electronic document will somehow be leaked out. Will be He's a conspiracy theorist. What can I say? He's convinced that big brother will be reading and all of his thoughts will get out. But I will tell you that from my experience, allowing my thoughts out of my head and getting them onto paper has been incredibly therapeutic for me. I rage onto paper sometimes and it allows me to sleep in peace and the next morning have more control over my thoughts, actions, goals, focus, everything. When you're taking responsibility for your mental health, I do want to put one caveat in there. I'm not sure if caveat's the right word, but let's just go with it. If you hire a doctor, if you hire a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a therapist, you don't need to stick with that person just because you've hired them. I can tell you that I have personally had bad therapists, like bad therapists. I've had a bad psychiatrist. We have to know when is the time to let go and keep moving forward with our search for a better doctor, better therapist. And I hate to say it, even sometimes a better significant other or no significant other at all. No, I am not looking to leave my husband. I just want to put it out there. But there are times when we have to be willing, ready, willing and able to cut the cord with people who are not the best for our emotional state. This can be parents, siblings, friends, significant others. And as much as I hate to say it, sometimes it might be our kids. Toxic people will bring our lives down and we have to, number one, take care of our own mental state. And number two, address the problem. Oh, I should have thrown clients in there too. We have to be willing to cut the cord with clients, no matter what they're paying us. I will tell you that I've had a client from hell and even if they had paid me a billion dollars, it wasn't worth the toxicity anymore. Take responsibility for your mental health, my friend. You deserve to be happy, healthy, and whole. And if your brain is being overcome with thoughts about anxiety, depression, stress, and the toxicity of others, you're not going to find the peace and prosperity that you're looking for. I would love to hear what you've thought about this episode. So please take a moment to head on over to thecamsutton.com forward slash PP703 and let me know your thoughts. Our next episode will be Pause, Breathe, Choose with Naz, with Naz Beshetti, with Naz Beheshti. So be sure to check in next week. Now, with all this said, this is Kim Sutton, host of the Positive Productivity Podcast, and I hope you go forth and make it a positive and productive day. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, I'm supporting six to seven figure business coaches with their marketing automation and entrepreneurs like you through my coaching and mastermind programs. I want to invite you to visit thekimsutton.com to learn how I can help you take your business to the next level.